Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? It's going really well, Shay. We were just talking before the show that we're going on a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that ship. means something, something like that. I'm not taking the best flight of my <laughs> life, but we'll see how it goes. But I was saying that as soon as I step out of my apartment, <laughs> you know, my chances of death go up a lot. So hoping that we come back and everything's oh fine. It should be a really fun trip. But I'm nervous. Oh my gosh. I just, it cracks me. It's funny because, like, I'm the one that's terrified of flying between the two of us. And so, like, I'm always freaked out about, like, stepping onto the plane. This could be my, my last one. Got to say my goodbyes to everybody, make sure everyone knows I love them. And then Henry's more like, on the way to the airport, I could get taken out because I'm not working from home anymore. So. <laughs> My whole life exists within a block of my bedroom. And so if I go two blocks away from my house, who knows? I could trip. I could get hit by a car. Who it's knows? Rem- you're, you're, the conversation reminds me of a, uh, uh episode of How I Met Your Mother where uh, one of the main characters, Marshall, his, uh, and this is also a, they do the same thing in Friends as well. It's kind of like a sitcom episode skit, but it's uh, one of the characters uh, life insurance or health insurance like is expired for the next week and so oh. they go through the like death is all around us like anywhere you turn and i'm not protected i could get injured doing anything kind of things and i think that's henry right now essentially <laughs> it's true so be safe out there <laughs> And uh, hopefully we're back next episode. Oh, man. When we pre-record these episodes, I always get a little fun. But <laughs> we're going to talk Apex, I promise. Today we got a fun one. We're doing a light ammo tier list. I guess we like the map episode tier list, and now we're just getting into more tier lists. And maybe the legend tier list will eventually come. But don't just... <laughs> don't overpromise anything. Uh, right? But before we get into the episode, if you want a question answered, ask it on our Discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to guarantee it makes its way onto the show. Also, if you could, drop a follow on Twitter at Kirk O'Shea at HB Burrison. Links for those are in the description if you want to hear our latest thoughts on all things Apex and whatever else we're tweeting. <laughs> That's right. If you want to support the show and join the exclusive group of patrons that make this podcast happen every single week without fail, regardless of travel, sickness, personal, career, (laughs) anything. We push through it. Um, It it would mean a lot if you supported us on Patreon. We have a lot of fun benefits over there. Probably the most appealing one being the access to the third-party invitational Mm -hmm. tournament. And that will be next week, October 21st. We're really excited about it. We're still trying to figure out how exactly we're going to manage it <laughs> and potentially stream some elements of it. So should be pretty exciting. If you can't play, we would love for you to tune in and watch. Um, definitely follow us on Twitter. Join the Discord if you'd like to have updates mm-hmm. and links to what we're doing. Uh, but the date is October 27th. 21st. A post, uh, post-TwitchCon post activity to figure all the streaming stuff out for sure. So uh, it'll be fun. 
with that though, let's just let's get right into it. Let's get into the main topic of the day, the light ammo tier list. I guess let's set it up. Henry, talk to the audience about maybe why we're doing this episode. Why now specifically as well? And uh, why rank them in this way versus kind of just comparing them by the numbers like we have in previous shows? Yeah, two things to start things off. Uh, Number one, light ammo is the dominant class right now. It's the biggest. It's probably the best. It's definitely the most... um, accessible in terms of just ease of use uh you take a look at other weapons hard harder to use harder to learn but the second reason is having a tier list in your mind and the rationale behind it is critical to being successful in a battle royale you know there's this component of the game's design where the developers want you to have that progression where obviously there, an assault rifle is better than a pistol in most cases. And so if you can understand within one weapon class um, what your progression looks like, you're going to be a more effective player. And if you are following our advice, which we typically say, like, think about these weapons. And, you know, you know the weapons that we always talk about, G7, maybe R301. Um, we also say, Build your loadout around the attachments that you get. So today's episode is that case where you find that purple light extended mag. What do you want to go along with that? And how are you going to build your way up to maybe the most effective class so that you can win more? And I think you can use that with this or like as an assumption, or if you're playing Loba, you want to be fast in those decisions. You want to be able to get the loadout that is the most effective. And that's what we want to talk mm-hmm. about today. If you like light ammo, if you have that that stacked up in your backpack or you have a mag, what weapons do you want more than others? Yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun conversation. And uh, when, you know, how Henry and I prepare shows generally, like one of us will take one episode, one of us takes the other. And so then we always kind of like go in and uh, give feedback on the shows before we record it. I feel like this was a fun one where we were, uh, Henry made the first round at the tier list. And so I got to come in and look at this and I was like, I think we're pretty good, but we do have one we disagree on in particular that I think I'll uh, I'll bring up for sure. It's going to be a fun fun to talk about. So I think this will be a tier list stuff's always fun because that kind of opinion that we can I think fit in there as well. Uh, but there is a one thing on this tier list that I think is going to shock all the third party fans that have been following us for the longest time. <laughs> it might be a shock, but we'll get into why. Before we hop into the tier list, there is kind of a a disclaimer. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we compare hard numbers constantly. You know, head-to-head snipers or classes or light versus heavy. We've recently went through the shotguns and went, you know, very in-depth on the numbers. The truth is that in-game, the time to kill with perfect accuracy doesn't matter very much that it's important to have that in the back of your mind. But today, instead of comparing the numbers of the alternator and the RE45, we're just going to simply discuss the lootability and the feel in-game of using these. What do you just rather carry 
in your loadout. And it can definitely be influenced by the numbers or the power or the recoil or whatever. But we want to kind of take a step back from just looking at the magazine size or the reload speed or the rate of fire and just kind of speak generally about which weapon is overall better. And in this specific situation, which is in B tier, A tier, S tier, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And like we said before, that subjective feeling or preference is what informs exactly what your loot progression is mm-hmm. going to be. It's what makes you drop that Mozambique for that Eva or you know, go from the Sentinel to the charge mm-hmm. rifle. So I think it's important and you can do it without really nerding yeah. out on the numbers. And I think that'll be I mean, the numbers are absolutely, I think, essential to determining differences between weapons. But we do talk about it on the numbers episodes and why episodes like this are really fun, where at the end of the day, you know, the numbers can say the gun has the fastest TTK in the game. But if you can't put the bullets on your enemies because there's other factors involved, hard recoil, a really tough loop progression it's hard to just kind of put that weapon towards the top. And so we get to kind of bring some of that more, like you were saying, subjective feel into this discussion, which is, which is fun. And I don't know if it like changes things overtly drastically, but it gives us the opportunity to at least bring that conversation up with a few of these guns. Absolutely. Now, whenever we, we've honestly, I guess you're right though. We did just do a map tier list, mm-hmm. but we kind of, stray away from doing tier lists in general because there's a lot of generalizations that get made Um, because kind of how are you comparing these? It's obviously relative, but if you want to approach a topic like this today of light ammo weapons, you have to make an assumption because you have two weapon slots in Apex. Um, So today, in order to kind of focus our conversation, and to inform the tier list, we are working under the assumption that you have a secondary loadout, which is fully kitted. And I think it could be anything you want, but if we look at kind of probably the best secondary weapons, it's probably one of the following. The car, the Volt, the EVA 8, Peacekeeper, or the Wingman. Of course, there are tons of other weapons, LMGs, snipers, mm-hmm. you know, that you could pick from. But if you want a really reliable, effective, versatile secondary weapon, I think any one of those five are ones that I would feel really confident with. Yeah. And having that versatility in there as well, where it's like mm-hmm. the guns aren't all just close range. They all aren't just long range. They're not all just full auto, shotguns, SMGs, having the variety to mix in there I think gives a little bit of a some room to play with that can keep everyone happy but at that core knowing that we're not going to be putting a gun over another weapon because it's like hey I love playing with a sniper and only a sniper as my predominant weapon and because of that we're going to rank you know the G7 lower because there's the contradictory there we're having the more ideal versatile weapon paired with all these weapons in their respective tiers. Absolutely. So, without further ado, I think we can hop right in at the bottom, and we'll start in D tier. Okay, we don't want to be too insulting, you know, no F tier, no E tier, um, but D tier. You got one weapon, 
in the D tier. And that is the P2020. Too also bad. known as, yeah, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. It is in the bottom um, in the early, early days of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And even before then, Shay and I called the P2020 the P202. Oh, man. I forgot about that. You just had to bring that back up, man. Oh, my God. A little throwback. Um, oh. And we went on about our lives, personally, professionally, referring to it as the P202. <laughs> And well, it was a five star question, right? That called us out for it. We got roasted. We got roasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got roasted pretty bad. So we shaped up and it's just kind of weird. P202. I don't even know why, why we, we did it. The it just, it just, it doesn't make lazy a lot of sense. Slash ADHD, like just not seeing that last one, defining it as a letter instead of a number. Like, yeah, it was a it was uh, a wreck. <laughs> a pretty close buddy of mine. Um, even though I kind of subtly say it the right way, he still calls it the EVA. It's the oh, EVA shotgun. <laughs> loves it, and honestly, it sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good saying it like that. But whenever he says, "Oh, I got an EVA," I say, "Oh yeah, the Eva." But he doesn't. He doesn't he correct, doesn't it, correct so. it. Oh man. Anyway. Let's talk about the P202 though, okay? Let's uh yep. it's it's at the bottom for a reason and I think it's uh I, I think this is kind of one of the easier discussions we can have. And the truth of the matter is is that the gun is like you were talking about earlier, it's a part of that progression that Apex wants to have where it's not that every gun you can pick up and compete at the highest level. There is a natural A there's some guns that just aren't as good as other ones and you're meant to pick them up and then in the mid game or in the later game, hopefully early game, but in theory, as you progress throughout the game and get kills, you then upgrade your weapon to new ones. And the P2020 is one that has kind of fallen towards the bottom, even though it did kind of have its time to shine for a little bit still in there. But in its current states, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, the truth is, in this specific environment, the P2020 isn't going to be, you know, near the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably obvious to most people. And the thing is, because we made that assumption that you have the secondary, that you already have a fully kitted car or a fully kitted Volt, by, you know, putting the P2020 up there, then it becomes the secondary. Yeah. You know, that's pretty intuitive. So we're looking at this as, what are the weapons that you want? You know, you're going to prioritize. You're going to, you know, drop your other weapon mm-hmm. in order to use it. And the P2020 is going to be at the bottom of that list mm-hmm. um, without a doubt. I will say, though, to put some respect <laughs> on the P20, um, hammer points are what they are. Early game, definitely better. Yep. I think we have a really great episode breaking down hammer points on the three different options mm-hmm. and just how effective they are um, in different environments and in the game um, which is definitely worth a listen if you haven't already Um, but hammer point aside the p2020 has two really good attributes that i like number one it is a very big extended mag when you think about it you know this is a pistol that's able to carry more than 20 rounds that's pretty impressive Mm -hmm. when you think about the other semi-automatic weapon in this class, and that's the G7, you know, that caps out at 20. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it has some limitations in terms of that damage, 
but you have a lot of shots. And then the second real positive is the handling, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, obviously that recoil, uh, but the reload speed and the kind of aim down sight speed. But the other thing that a lot of people don't talk about is the fact that semi-automatic weapons are more accurate than fully automatic weapons. And that's something that I really Mm -hmm. like, that even though the skill cap is a lot higher with semi-automatic weapons, you kind of hit more shots because you have to and like want to pull the trigger every time. Yeah. There's no accidentally emptying half the mag into the air. Um, so more control in that handling. I, I think the P2020 is really great. Mm-hmm. But on this tier list, it's not going to get much love. It was a great ode to the P2020. It's still, it is a good gun still. Like it, and it's fun to use. And there's something about if you can... Press your right trigger or click super, super mm-hmm. fast, the gun's going to be better. Like, there is kind of that fun element in there with it being a pistol that's, like you were saying, semi auto. Um, we're going to get into the rest of the tier list, though. Before we do, we're going to take a quick little ad break. Welcome back. What do we got in C tier? What are we, where are we working with here? No surprise, we have the RE45 in C tier, just one step above the P202. <laughs> Um, you know, it also has the hammer point Mm -hmm. and that's a strength. I think for the same reasons that I was shedding love on the P2020, it's a pistol. It has that really good handling, Mm -hmm. really fast reload. Um, this is a very easy to control fully automatic light weapon. Um, and for that reason, it's pretty good, Mm -hmm. but it's just going to be below the rest in terms of its forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Because that's where the RE45 really falls apart. And a lot of players don't get that. Um, I think there's a big fan base for the RE. But you have to hit so many shots in order to get knocks. Yeah. And if you're running around you know, using this as a primary, you are just going to be outgunned by every single SMG mm-hmm. and every single AR in the game. Probably all the LMGs as well. Mm-hmm. So... It's really risky, and that's why it's going to be near the bottom. But having something that's fully automatic, Mm -hmm. a little more forgiving than the P2020, is uh, definitely something to know. Yeah, and it's got the quick reload, too, generally speaking, as well. So like, while you do have to hit all those shots, it's not like the end of the world like with some of the other weapons if you miss a lot of the mag, but it is still a disadvantage. I think it's just hard. Like, I enjoy this gun. I like this gun. And this would be a fun one to kind of stack up if we did like an all weapons tier list and kind of see where it ended up being because i think i'm I'm skipping ahead i won't say what tier it's in but like the alternator is ahead of this gun and i think the reason for that and the reason the re45 is below is the alternator just kind of does a lot of the things the re45 does successfully Mm -hmm. just slightly better and because of that it just kind of has to naturally be below but that doesn't change that i think the re45 it's still a pretty solid weapon, and I don't mind using it at times, especially you know with a hammer point. And if you want to truly use it as a secondary, you can get something out of it occasionally. Like there's an argument to be made for it um, when there's some other weapons, kind of like the P2020, where it's like ah, you're not really sure like what's the situation where you would really want to keep carrying this. Obviously, you still want to take this weapon and turn it into something else, which is another sign of it being lower on the list, but little step up above the P20. Yeah. If, if we're working under the assumption that you have that purple light mag, you can make this weapon work. Mm-hmm. But something that 
I kind of think is funny, and we haven't really spoken to directly, is season 14, we now have the laser. You know, we have that attachment. And what's funny is, yeah, it can go on the RE45 and the P2020, but you are never in your life going to hip fire either of those weapons. It just doesn't make any sense. And one of the reasons is, well, they don't have that big of a magazine, so you can't really spray and pray. But also, the aim down sights movement speed is the same, hip firing or aiming down sights. So in terms of just movement and the reason that you would hip fire, there's really no argument for pistols. Yet, it goes on pistols Mm -hmm. like these too. So it's kind of a funny application of an attachment that you really will never take full advantage of um, on these weapons. And that definitely keeps them lower on this list. Well, talk to me about B-tier. What are we working with here? Yeah, first off, we have two weapons in B-tier. First one is that alternator. You already spoke to a lot of why it's good. Um, You know, my favorite thing about the alternator is the rate of fire. Mm -hmm. I think that it can sometimes edge out all of the SMGs. I'm a big fan of the Volt. It is definitely related to the Volt and just that recoil and that rate of fire. And a lot of, you know, S-tier players, they're just grinding the game. They're incredibly Mm -hmm. talented. They're going to opt for, you know, those high rate of fire, high, fast time to kill weapons. The alternator is not that. But what's great about having a weapon that's a little bit slower is that that gives you more forgiveness. And in a battle royale where you're getting third party, there's multiple enemies, you have heals to worry about, having a weapon where you have more time to adjust your aim is massively impactful. Mm -hmm. This will save you so many times. And there are many, many cases where I would have wished I had a alternator versus another weapon purely based off of just that rate of fire. Yeah, I I think that's very well said. I mean, I, I won't add too much onto it. I think it's just a nice, solid forgiving gun like i kind of said earlier and i think it meets a lot of needs it's better than you know like the re45 and the p2020 and it doesn't stack up to like you were kind of saying those really high-end super fast ttk close range smgs which is a fine spot to be in it's got a great purpose in the game and it's got a great player base that it can be used for i mean if i'm ever not feeling like great about my shots on a day or something i feel like i can always go to the alternator and I'm going to put out much more damage than I would have with uh, some other weapons, potentially. And that's kind of what counts. Mm -hmm. And a team-based BR, just putting out as much damage as you can is paramount. Mm -hmm. And like I said about the RE45, I think it has a cult following. A lot of people would probably rather have the RE over the alternator and try to like rationalize that. No, I, I can't stand by and let that happen just because the alternator is so much better in terms of just the accuracy requirement, the time to kill. It's better. And you can't kind of say the handling benefits that the RE has as a pistol Mm -hmm. outweigh the damage potential of the alternator. And so that's kind of why it's going to be a tier above. And I'm always going to go from an RE 
to an alternator in that loop progression. Yeah, definitely. Tell me what's the other gun we got in B tier. All right. Now, this is the spiciest part of the episode. This is what everybody's been waiting for. Um, the next and last weapon in B tier is going to be the Spitfire. And before Shay goes off the rails, <laughs> I just want to say that about a year ago, we did a subathon on Twitch mm-hmm. and we were playing for 13 hours. And after the fact, we did a, or our editor, JP, did a video cutdown of all my alims mm-hmm. in the entire 13-hour stream. And the vast majority of them were with the Spitfire. And I think that it is safe to say that the Spitfire has had the fallest or the largest fall from grace ever in Apex. Yeah. That just a year ago, it was dominant. It was the gun, heads and shoulders above the rest. There was no reason not to use it. and after going to the care package, coming out, tweaking the entire like LMG class, mm-hmm. tweaking the recoil, taking away the barrel stabilizer, dropping the damage slightly, this weapon is just bad. Yeah. And I'll let you take it from there. I mean, I think it's just in a horrible place. I think it's fascinating to hear the developers talk about, we moved the Spitfire over to the light <laughs> class because we need more endgame caliber weapons in the light class and i just give me a break i don't see the spitfire in that fashion and i look at the spitfire and i'm like what's the use case like why would i use a spitfire over other weapons and there isn't anything for me except for i have light mag and i want to carry it until i find something else that i want to use because up close with the LMG changes and this recoil spray now being a bit more unpredictable, I don't think it's a very consistent gun up close when it used to be this like huge mag spray and pray overly accurate for an LMG up close kind of thing that they very actively tried to remove. And now I think the recoil is very hard to control at range too, to be able to kind of just lay down fire and put out damage at range. And because of that, I just don't, I don't see the use case I mean, I think this was our only disagreement on putting together the the tier list uh, because I was like, I'd, I'd rather carry an RE45 than a Spitfire pretty much every time. But I think that's just kind of, we're, we're nitpicking at that point um, between two weapons. So I think it's in a fine spot on this list. It's just that it's a gun I don't use. I don't see the need to use. And I'm sorry if it's your favorite weapon. I mean, Henry's also a Rampart main. Don't apologize. So, uh, no, that place even it. to the Rampart mains, you know, I got nothing but love. No, it, it's a really bad weapon right now. Mm-hmm. And if that hasn't clicked for you as a player, now is a wake up. Because exactly what you said, where Spitfire used to be incredibly precise at those medium to even long yeah. ranges. And then its hip fire and magazine size made it so incredibly dominant up close mm-hmm. that it just was so versatile that you could take this as a primary and exceed against any enemy almost. Now, you cannot use it at long range at all. And close range, you can't use it either. Mm-hmm. And so you're forcing the Spitfire to exist in like a close to medium range and you are just going to get desecrated yeah with the smgs Mm -hmm. you know there's just really nothing you can do and the one use case is you know 
This is a suppressing fire weapon. This is that LMG. This is where they wanted the LMGs to be in Apex. And the truth is, that's just not very effective in this game. Just doing that doesn't make sense. Somebody pops a bubble, you know, what are you going to do? It's it's really tough to just validate the reason to want to suppress an enemy Mm -hmm. when they can phase, they can grapple, they can smoke. You can't really do that in a game with mobility like this. So Spitfire is pretty low on this list. It's sad, but it is what it is. And this is a... The community was incredibly frustrated by the success of the Spitfire and it got hit in a lot of ways to be in its current state. And as much as, you know, the Spitfire not being great is kind of, you know, disappointing sometimes at the end of the day, nobody's complaining about it now. And people are kind of talking about how great the weapon meta is instead of talking about how the Spitfire is the most broken gun to touch Apex. So I think holistically, when we talk about the weapons in Apex Legends, They've probably done something for the better with the Spitfire changes, but it is kind of always sad to see that fall from grace like you were talking about. Absolutely. A tier. Let's do it. A tier. It's getting exciting. First weapon on A tier is going to be the R99. Um, It's a heater. It's grown on you specifically, which is kind of fun, I think, from uh, where we first started. So talk to people about why the R99 is kind of in this state now. Yeah, I think the satisfaction of one clipping with the R9 is has propelled it at least up on my personal list. Um, but in terms of just thinking about it in the context of this tier list, mm-hmm. loot progression, yep. you are going to want an R9 over any of the weapons below it. Spitfire, Alternator, RE, P20. The R99 is just better. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be able to get more out of your attachments, you're going to be way more effective in that range. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the limitation is that range. You know, it's, you are very limited to close range and you have to be very um, cautious as to when you unload that clip because of just how fast that happens with the rate of fire. But you are going to dominate at that range. Mm -hmm. And yes, the car, is incredible. Mm-hmm. But with this season, the R99 got a buff for yeah. the first time in a long, long time with that purple laser sight. Mm-hmm. So the R99 is very good. The only reason that's not S tier is it's not very versatile. Yeah. You know, you, you can't take it into all these situations. And when we think about the context of this tier list, you already have a fully kitted car and a fully kitted Volt, you know, or mm-hmm. one of those as a secondary. Throwing that R9 in that primary slot is good, but not excellent. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be S tier, but it's a very good weapon. Yeah, it's a great gun. I mean, like you said, the buff that it's gotten this season, I think, has really kind of propelled it into the, hey, this is the weapon from the light class that is meant to be the best close range gun and compete in those very up close fights. This is supposed to be the one SMG that you can take from the light class to compete against that car and Volt, and the shotguns up close. And that's a very good weapon in and of itself. And it's got the best hip fire out there, pretty much. And uh, because of that, you get a nice advantage there. I think this is just a weapon as well that people have been using for so long. And like that recoil pattern is something I personally feel very comfortable with, uh, especially up close. So 
I think he got a really good weapon here. I think he hit it perfectly, saying versatility kind of limits it from being an S-tier gun, though. Holds it back just a tad. Now, the other A-tier light ammo weapon may shock mm-hmm. a lot of longtime listeners, but it's going to be the G7 Scout. Gasp! <gasps> I know, the drama. <laughs> How could the, the legendary G7 not make it to S-tier? Um, Heartbreak. There's a few reasons. Obviously, not the most versatile. I, I talk about key. the ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I talk about the ability to hit fire the G7 in a pinch, but you know, you're not going to be dominating people mm-hmm. at close range yeah. with the G7 like you're you losing to, to the R9 still. <laughs> yeah. But outside of versatility, because that's really what's keeping weapons from going above, the G7 kind of requires a good amount. We talk about that common extended light mag, which is just a godsend on the G7. But aside from that, this weapon needs an optic. Mm -hmm. It really does. In order to feel confident with this and take it into that middle and late game, you want to have that 2X, that 3X, something uh, to really make it a lot easier. 2x4, don't throw shade. And yeah, 2x4, (laughs) sure, whatever you want. Whatever you want. But you do need something with the G7. But it doesn't even end there. Yeah. You know, you, you have that light mag, you have that optic. Man, you really want that barrel stabilizer. You really want that sniper stock. And some people are going to really need the, the double tap in order to bring it in with confidence mm-hmm. into that middle, medium to close range. So I think it's just the dependency on attachments and that lack of versatility mm-hmm. that holds this weapon back. I got nothing but love for it. Mm-hmm. If you want me to shower it with praise, there's plenty <laughs> of episodes to go back and listen to. But in this tier list, it's not going to be that S tier. Yeah. Uh, despite all the love we've given it for sure, I think it's that versatility at its core that when we compare it to the gun that we have in S tier, it's like, okay, I see a clear differentiator. Um, but obviously still deserves A tier. And as you can see, there's a theme in our A tier. You got a close range expertise in the R9 and more of a medium to long range expertise in the G7, but they both can't flex. And because of that, they find themselves one tier lower, but to not hold us back any longer, there was one left. Talk to me about S tier. The absolute flex, the R301. No surprise. S tier of all weapons. Like potentially, like it, it would one, be baby. in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's goaded. It's the number one. I mean, in my lifetime, I've gone back and forth between <laughs> the flatline and the R301. But the truth of the matter is, the range potential of this absolute laser beam of an assault rifle mm-hmm. just stands head and shoulders above the rest. And I will drop any light weapon for the R301. If I have a purple light mag, if I have, uh, you know, the the light mag and the crafter, mm-hmm. it's all eyes on the R three hundred one. It's what you want in the early game, middle game, and late game. I got nothing bad to say about this gun. Yeah, I, I literally cannot think of anything bad to say either. I mean, I think you can. We talked about versatility being the limitator in A tier. Well, versatility is this gun's just absolute strength. You can throw a 3X on it and use it at range, mm-hmm. full auto or single fire. I think single fire on the R301 is slept on 100%. You can also throw a 1X on it 
which actually decreases your zoom from the iron sights, which is a 1.3x. So you can actually kind of bring it back into a even closer range weapon and rock it as your secondary. And yeah, you might get outfragged sometimes by a car, by an R9, but the fact that it can still be in the conversation and compete against those guns still up close is incredibly powerful. It's got absurd hip fire for an AR. It's just the easiest gun in the game to use because you can use it in any situation. So I, I don't know what else to say about it, too. I, I don't have anything negative on the R3. Exactly in that same tune. Any legend, any map, yeah. mm-hmm. any game mode, it's the R301. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. And I think if you want to have higher damage games, use the R301. Yep. And there are so many cases where I get into the end game and I'm playing as or with a Loba mm-hmm. and I just stack up on 500 light ammo <laughs> and I fire at everything that moves yeah. and I'm doing 2,000, 3,000 damage because it's just a laser. If somebody comes up in the open, mm-hmm. you are doing 100 damage to them because of just how easy the recoil is. Mm-hmm. And you know, we said there's nothing bad to say about the R301. The thing that causes conversation around it is you do have to hit a high percentage of your shots. But the recoil, the rate of fire, allow that to be pretty doable. And when you think about a weapon that can compete against even the charge rifle, even you know SMGs up close, I love the versatility here. And it can perform in all those situations and win. Yep. And that's why it's going to be S tier. Couldn't have said it better myself. Wrap this thing up for us. Talk, review the tier list. Maybe any big conclusions, and then we can uh, we can talk here for a second. Totally. S tier, R three hundred one. A tier, G seven R ninety nine. B tier, alternator, and then low, low, low B tier, <laughs> Spitfire. <laughs> C tier, got the RE. D tier, the P twenty twenty. You know, I think the takeaways here are. You want something that can apply to different situations and do well Mm -hmm. in them. You look at the A tier, you see two specialized weapons that are at the top of their class. In S tier, you see a very versatile weapon that can succeed in most situations. Mm -hmm. Below that, you have weapons that are very limited in their scope. And that's why they're just going to be near the bottom of that loot progression. You're going to want to replace them Mm -hmm. in your loadout faster than the ones above it. I just think the only other thing I'll point out is I think this tier list echoes what you would ideally want your loot progression to be in a game. You drop, you find a P2020, you have an attachment, you find an RE45, okay, I'm going to upgrade, pick up the RE45, okay, running with the RE45, cool, I see an alternator, I'm upgrading from an RE45 to an alternator, okay, alternator, I'm upgrading to one of these A-tier weapons now, G7, R9, then you're at a point where it's like, oh, I could carry these to the end game if I wanted to, especially based on your second gun. But then there's a lot of times where you'll still take that G7 or take the R99 and upgrade it to an R301. So I think you're looking at a clean loot progression in that way, shape, and form. And because of that, I think that's kind of where our tier list winds up going. And Spitfire you know, finds itself in there sometimes. Um, yeah. But that's going to wrap things up for us. Fun episode. I think we're coming around on tier lists. We'll see. If you want to get really crazy and ask for more tier lists, let us know. 
I think that's what uh, Henry's going to need if we're going to do a Legends cheerlist episode. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I won't throw you under the bus. That's both of us. Wow. <laughs> but that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you to our producer, The Third Party 10, who supports us over on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple. Drop us a follow on Spotify and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to The Third Party Podcast. See you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.